What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Paul Theology's Daily Devotional with Trust in Jesus Ministries. We are here and we are listening and speaking and talking about the Abraham saga. We're on the last couple of uh, episodes here, and this is an important one. Matter of fact, it is the longest, uh, the longest chapter in Genesis. Is Genesis chapter 24, and it is the saga of finding a wife for Isaac. We're looking for what we know, or at least we're about to find out anyway, is Rebecca. And Isaac uh, gets a wife, but it's challenging. And we're going to see why here. Well, actually, technically, it's not challenging. And we're going to see why here. Uh, (laughs) So if you haven't checked it out, read Genesis chapter 24, 1 through 9, and we'll do the first part. uh, And uh, we'll uh, answer the four questions. So. If you have already read it, well, if you haven't, stop the tape, you know, check it out, read it, come back, we'll answer the four questions. But if you have read it, we'll go ahead and check out the four questions right now. What's Genesis uh, 24, 1 through 9 talking about? Well, it starts out with Abraham, and it says he's getting old, and so he asked the leader of his house, the master of his house, like the head servant of his house, to come in, put his hand under his right thigh. That's kind of odd, ain't it, man? You know, put your hand on your right thigh, but uh, it's... Some people think it's like about lineage, loins. It's like uh, the fruit that comes like it's 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 saying by my whole house, by my being, you know, it's like uh, um, they're about to make an oath. And it's what you do when you swear an oath. Um, And it's happened a couple of times. We'll see it again later in Genesis when I believe it is uh, Israel who does it with Joseph, his um, his favorite child. Anyway. He puts his hand up his thigh, man. He says, swear to me, do this. He says, don't take a wife for my son from this land here, from the land of Canaan. He says, go back to my homeland and find for my son a wife from my family, from the people that uh, are part of my heritage, from my native land. And um, his, his servant's like, okay, but what if she don't come? He's like, should I take... Isaac back over there. He's like, no, do not take Isaac back. He says, God has, he reinstates the promises that God had promised to him, the faithfulness that God has shown to him. And he says, God told me to come here, man. He would give me a land, give me a people, man. So I believe it's going to happen. He says that we're going to, God's going to send a messenger, an angel before you to, to get everything set up so that you will find a wife. And he says, but if you don't find one, then you're released from this oath that I set upon you. He's like, but by no means take my son back because this is the place God has sworn to me. He has given to me and my descendants. And so Isaac ain't leaving, man. He ain't leaving the promises, man. See, Abraham's trying to be a good leader of his family and telling them we are dedicated to the to the thing, to the word to the promises that God has made. He is, we are staying here. He is staying here. He says, but if, if you don't find a wife, he's like, uh, you're, you're, you're uh, released from this obligation, from this oath or from this thing that you have sworn to me. But he gives them confidence that there will be uh, 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 an angel or a messenger of God that is going to go before him and prepare the way. And so after all of these words, it says that the servant's like, all right, I'll do it. And he swore to him. So what is this trying to convey about God? Well, I I think it's the faithfulness of God. 
because God said he was going to do something, and so he'll do it. If he has said that uh, Abraham, his family is going to prosper in the land of Canaan, that's what's going to happen. And if uh, God says that uh, that his descendants are going to be full and that this land will be his and his family's, it's going to happen. And Abraham believes in it. And so he says, keep my family here. But it also shows the providentialness of God, the way that God moves in things in order to make things happen. Uh, Abraham believes in in the utmost of God's faithfulness. And he says that God's going to go before him. He's going to go before the servant to find a wife because that is what is supposed to happen. Man, we got to have some confidence like that, don't we? We got to believe and trust in God so much so that we'll take steps of faith to, uh, to, to, to get those promises achieved, that we'll walk out and do what God has called us to do. But God sets things up, man. He, he's not letting, uh, they may be, he's not going in blind. Now it may seem like he's going in blind because he's going there and not know what he's doing, but God is preparing the way. Ain't God preparing the way for us, man. So what's this saying about man? I think it's saying that we as as the children of God should trust in his promises, man. If God said he's going to do it, won't he do it? If God has promised to us these things, won't he achieve them? He has the power. He has the ability. His word is true and he does not uh, he does not lie. And so we must trust in God's promises. But second, be committed to the words of God. Abraham is committed to those words. That's why he will not allow his son to go back to his homeland because God said that this was where he was to be. This was the place that God had given to him. And that's why in the last chapter we saw him buy that land because he has the faith that this is the place that he and his posterity will be forever. Then he says, Isaac will not leave because I'm committed to the words of God. So we, as the children of God, must be committed to the words of God. Well, how can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, be committed and faithful. What God has spoken to you, it will happen. And so trust in his faithfulness. Look back and see all of the things that he has done. Recognize all of the promises that he has kept in your life, in the lives of the people around you, and in the lives of the scripture, the people in the scriptures. God is faithful to do what he says he does. His word is sure. It's because he's all powerful. That means whatever he says he's going to do, he's able to do it. He's omniscient, man. That means he knows everything. So he can move and and, and, and groove through the situations that may occur because he knows what's going to happen. But then he's truthful or faithful. And so that means what he says, he's going to do it. He has the power to achieve it. What he says, he will do. And he understands all things. So he has has the wisdom to achieve it. This is is why we should be believing in what God says. So be committed to his promises, people. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.